Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Phil's Photography Journey podcast. It is Wednesday the 17th of February 2021. This is episode 56 entitled Focus, Focus, Focus. And as usual, I'll talk about why it's called that as we go through the show. Hope you're all well. Uh, Cold weather has kind of left us here in the UK, although it looks pretty bad in Texas and some of the southern states in America that looking at the news earlier today uh, but yeah our I mean it was cold quite cold for a while the snow was never really heavy um, it froze a bit and thawed a bit but uh, yeah we've we've got temperatures much higher now probably more seasonal for this time of year uh, I think it's going to be damp for a while maybe it will improve and we'll see but you know we can't do a lot out out anyway we are still subject to our lockdown here and uh one can only hope that um, when Mr. Johnson, Boris Johnson, talks to the nation next Monday, the 22nd of February, that there's some more positive news. I think what they've said is that it's going to be less about dates and more about data, because we need to know that we've got the right numbers and trends and so on to be able to then say these are therefore the activities we feel comfortable and, uh, you know, or we've managed the risk or calculated the risk that can be taken based on whatever the uh, the data is. But we, we don't know too much. I'm sure there'll be speculation, possibly even leaks in the coming few days. And uh, this time next week, I'll know a bit more. And we can maybe, when I say we talk about it, obviously I can talk about it. You can have a listen. Uh, but I always welcome... Uh, con- contact back so please get in touch so what ha- what's been happening in the world well in the wider world the impeachment trial took place and as expected um, I mean it, the vote was uh, a, a kind of unanimous verdict because more people voted to uh, that he was guilty than, than um, to acquit but it has to be a two-thirds majority and they were a number of votes short of that um I'm not going to, you know, use this podcast to go into all the details. I think there's still a bit of, quite a bit of work that needs to be done in the US in terms of going forward. Um, you know, do the Republican Party see this as an opportunity to almost relaunch, possibly even split? Uh, or do they want to make sure that they've still got some sort of appeal to Trump voters? Um, I don't know. It, it's... Um, We've had our fair share of challenges in the UK in the last couple of years, and uh, it's not going to be easy, not going to be quick. Um, I just feel that in general, kind of day-to-day situation that Biden's the man and the ways, you know, uh, interacting with people and got his proper White House briefings underway, probably it kind of feels more like a proper government. There's a real leader in control now. Um, but, you know, time will tell. Um, the proof of the pudding is in the eating a lot of people say the proof is in the pudding, but I'm happy to state here that um, it's called the proof of the puddings in the eating because a pudding can look great, but only when you eat it, you know, if it tastes great. And therefore, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. A lot of these things get uh, watered down and changed over time. There's a few others. And I'll probably come out with them one day. What did I do? Uh, Video-wise, which is my main focus really at the moment, uh, I put together a little, I mean, it's only a minute 4K uh, time-lapse video of clouds in the garden. I took the video a couple of times during the day, one in the morning when it was kind of sunny and a bit of cloud, 
and then in the evening when the sun was going down, just added a bit of music, put a little clip together, and um, it's gone down quite well in the numbers, although it's not moved for the last couple of days, but about 180 views in a week, so less than a week. Uh, what is it? Five, six days. So um, I, they say you shouldn't keep looking at your numbers and analytics, but I do. Um, the Croydon video is now my most watched that overtook Dave's video. So Dave's interview about his tinnitus situation that was recorded, sorry, that was uploaded February 2019. So we've just gone over the two years on that. And that's about 3,700 odd. And Croydon overtook it on Sunday. I actually did a screenshot of the analytics uh, when they were at the same point. It was 3728. And I think Croydon's on about 3840, something at the moment. Um, I did have a few few comments on the Croydon one that I felt were unsavoury. Um, far from politi- politically correct is probably the best way I can put it. Uh, so I've removed those comments and actually I've... I've made an amendment in the video that if people want to make a comment, I have to approve it first. I don't like doing that. I like people to be free to just kind of write what they want. But, you know, if it, this can be quite upsetting, divisive and negative. I don't want that. It is my channel at the end of the day. It's my, it's my copyrighted information uh, that I put out there. So, um, and I know I asked the question, Croydon, what happened? But, you know, people have got plenty of good comments to make about it and reminiscing and some cases they're quite sad about what happened. But uh, I I don't want all the negativity and, you know, some of the lower end of the language scale. Uh, so I've um, I made that particular change. But, but yeah, so I checked the numbers. I mean, subscribers are gradually going up. I, that's one of the numbers I'd like to see up a bit more. And I think it's only with... You know, having content that's worthy, but also having a theme. So one of the themes I want to want to pick on is the growth of the Croydon one. So, you know, when when you do this kind of work, they say, well, you know, do what works. And if you know that something works, i.e. Croydon being my biggest viewed video, then um, maybe people like to see, hear about Croydon. And you can see that. I mean, over 50% of the views come from people who search Croydon. Um but I want to do other stuff. Uh, you know, when we go out, when we're allowed to go out, um, even if we just go for a, to a town village for a, you know, walk and a coffee or whatever, I plan to do a little little film of it. Um, just short film, you know, made up of clips with some music and a bit of a story. Um, and then I can use that that footage for stock video as well, which, uh, which I've been starting to do more recently. But um, I don't... Um, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm saying then. Uh, I, I want to make sure that there's a theme and then people know that if you go to this channel with this fella called Phil Swallow, it's going to be this kind of content. And I know I've got other things on there that I've done over the past, but I'll leave that there buried down. But the newer stuff, the stuff that I'll be creating will be more on brand. So um, that's something we'll be uh, focusing on a bit more when we're allowed to. So... <clears throat> I've, um, I've been doing some work on storyboards and I, I started doing a bit of sketching in, in an actual little book that I bought for a fiver off Amazon and got me old pencils and rubber and all that sort of stuff out. And then I thought, well, <clears throat> I wonder what would be, or would there be a better option to do it in uh, on the iPad? Because it, it's all very well doing a sketch, but at some point you've got to convert that into something digital to then go into maybe a slide deck that you can then share with a client. So even though I'd made a little investment in some of these pencil and writing books and storyboard books, I um, 
I went online and looked at what the reviews were for the best kind of drawing or sketching app for iPad Pro. I've got the um, 2018 version with the Apple Pencil 2, and it's the 11-inch version. And um, I found one called Procreate, and it is wonderful. Uh, it's $9.99, and that's purchased. There's no kind of subscription. Uh, it's got brilliant support. Um, it's absolutely wonderful. And I'm not, you know, I'm not learning, I'm not, I'm not really using the color aspects of it. I'm just doing sketching. But one fantastic thing you can do, because you can build up pictures in layers, a bit like you do with Photoshop and, and the like, you can start off with an image, any image from anywhere. It's one of your own photos, for example. Add a layer on top of that and effectively trace it. And then you can just get rid of the old layer and then you've got something to work with. And that's been brilliant for storyboarding because it, it means that the, some of the items I've been drawing actually look like what they're meant to. Um, and so I've been playing around with that, thoroughly enjoying it, enjoying the learning, enjoying the developing of my skills. And obviously I, when I present it to the client, I think we're due to meet this week for a review, although it's not in diary yet. But anyway, uh, I think... Um, I think they'll be happy, so hopefully. But the advantage, like I was saying, go from a book, you've got to kind of scan it or somehow copy it across. But here you can just save these as a, a JPEG image, and then I can import those into something like Keynote, which is the Apple equivalent of PowerPoint, add a few notes, and then we've got the story. That then is kicked about in meetings with clients, and then eventually we end up with a shot list. And all that preparation is done up front, and then when we go and do the actual shoot for real, we know the scenes we're looking for. We know we're looking to capture what we're looking to capture. And again, we can tweak it and adjust it as required in situ and always add to it. There'll always be more kind of detailed shots that we can add, different pans, just things that you want to build up a library for that you might want to use in the future. So I've, um, I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed using that little sketching app. Um, amazing what you can do now um, with the technology. Absolutely incredible. Kind of taking elements of what you can do in photo editing, um, but applying it to your own drawings and things, you know, moving little objects around and easily resizing them and flipping them and rotating them and warping them and all sorts. Amazing, amazing, amazing. And uh, hopefully someday I'll share some of this stuff uh, online. So why the title, Focus, Focus, Focus? Well... Social media, I, I, I mean, funny enough, Clubhouse, which is a more recent one I joined, um, not been on many of their calls so far, but I just thought, where is this all going? So, you know, years ago, we had Labour-related, not Labour, the political party, but there were a lot of Labour-intensive activities that we did, and technology came along and helped to remove some of these to automate and give us time back to do other things, and... Um, I think I, I kind of stepped back the other week and thought, well, social media has just kind of not only plugged that gap where we've had any benefit of technological um, development and advancement, but it's actually eaten into that valuable spare time, and time is so valuable. So the way I'm kind of looking at these things at the moment is that I'll dip into social media sites from time to time, and I will share stuff on there, but... I won't just sit there for an hour going through timelines and, and, you know, just wasting time. You know, I want, I, it's time that I could be focus, focus, focusing on, um, on what I want to do, learning new skills, e.g. learning how to use the Procreate app on my iPad to do storyboards. Um, and something else that I'll come on to shortly is, is some other software that I've learned as well. So, um, if it can be justified, fine, spend time on it and do it. Um, but 
not just wasting time on it, um, trying to keep up with, you know, who you've liked and stories that you've read. And, you know, every, every one of these social media platforms, even sort of LinkedIn, have got this story option now. And I rarely do them uh, now. They Again, it's just like, oh. Um, so, you know, maybe it's an age thing. I, I don't know. There's all a lot of people in my age and older are very big on social media. But I, I my, you know, time's valuable. Um, even in lockdown, this time still goes by very quickly. And I want to make sure that I am investing my time in the right directions and, you know, trying to get some value out of that. Um, and I find that social media can, as I say, not only be a drain of time, it, it can eat into time that perhaps you would have easily spent doing other things. So, but yeah, one of the other, um, actually it was only yesterday I did this. I was listening to a podcast on my walks. I've been doing slightly longer walks or two and a half to three mile walks over Addington Palace Golf Course, quite nice over there, very hilly and muddy. Um, but yeah, so I did those and I was listening to, there's a there's a podcast I listen to called Final Cut Pro Radio. And it's, it's just a podcast, but it's guys who are very, very knowledgeable and experienced in Final Cut Pro, which is the Apple video editing software. And um, one of the, there's a few different, competitors to Final Cut Pro. Of course there is. Um, I mean, Adobe is one of the big ones, Adobe Premiere. A lot of people use that, but you have to pay, is it £50 a month ongoing for that? Not cheap. I know you get Photoshop and loads of other Adobe apps, but I, I fell out of love with Adobe last year and uh, I don't see any need to go back to I don't really like that subscription model. Um, I've got a perfectly capable photo editor in um, Affinity. Capture one you pay for, but they they even improve their pricing. So, um, yeah, so there's uh, Adobe Premiere, there's Avid, which is what people use in the film industry, and apparently that's really out of date, and, yeah, it's a, a bit of an art to know that. But one of the ones that um, many use is called DaVinci Resolve by a company called Blackmagic, and I, they were talking about this on the Final Cut Pro radio podcast, and I thought, well, where's the harm? Now, when I first started using Final Cut Pro, yeah, it is a bit of a kind of, oh, you know, where is everything? What does it do? How do I make it work? And you kind of find your way around it. You do lots of lookups. But I um, I downloaded DaVinci Resolve completely free, although they do a studio version, which has got more features um, and it's 299 quid. So I'm probably going to leave that for now. But loads of people do loads of stuff just on the free. Um, app and for what I'm doing for YouTube, um, I've even got a mode that's designed for just quick turnaround edits rather than making a kind of full movie. But anyway, downloaded it, looked on there, and really impressed. It's a welcoming interface, and it's I mean, even some of the shortcuts, keyboard shortcuts, are the same as Final Cut Pro, so it's very similar. A lot of these um, non linear editors, I think they're called NLEs, are, uh, are the same. Um, but they were saying that on, on this Final Cut Pro radio podcast, they were saying the advantage of DaVinci is that they're very, very big on training and free training. I think you can even get certifications through them as well. Um, so you can download like sample um, media to use and then you kind of go along, play along or work along with the tutor to build a, a similar um, final product. So I'm quite... Uh, keen and interested and up for looking at DaVinci Resolve because I heard so much about it. Um, I actually listened to the, because I'd backed up a few episodes of, of that um, podcast and 
in, I think I had four, and it was mentioned at the end of the first one that I listened to, so it was the end of December. The start of the January one, he's still talking about it, and he's actually committed to learning this guy. I think he's older than me, um, but he does a lot of training in, in the States. So, yeah, you know, you're never too old to learn these things. Uh, we're in lockdown. Um, and one of the things they said is that any video editing package is going to be quite hard when you go into it from cold and you just kind of go from the photo world into video editing as a, a new thing. But because I've got some experience with Final Cut Pro, Resolve actually looks as though it might be a much easier thing to pick up because I know the basics of how these things work. I mean, they all, yeah, you need to bring in some, some media, you need to arrange it and cut it and maybe add some transitions, maybe add a music track and then, you know, cut, 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 and then you've got a movie and you output it and you share it. Um, it's not it's not difficult, but of course you need to know where things are and and the tricks of how to do it. And, you know, you need the footage to start with, so it's not just you can't make a bad thing good. Um, but And it's a tool for the job. But I, um, I'm really quite excited about uh, DaVinci Resolve because I've got, you know, time that I can put into learning it and uh, hopefully get some really good creativity out the back of it. And I think the next video that I do, whatever that may be, I'm going to do end-to-end in DaVinci. Uh, I mean, the, the, the user, the consumer of that final video won't notice any different. It'll be a video. Um, it'll have the same sort of information in. But, you know, if there's some, if it's a more pleasant experience putting it together in that software, then I'm likely to use that at least on a par with Final Cut. I suppose with each piece, I'll be able to say, you know, well, what would work better? Are there some features that are absolutely needed in this video that can only be done in Final Cut? If so, do it in Final Cut. But yeah, so I'm um, I'm pleased with what I saw on DaVinci and uh, I'll um, I'll continue to uh, to work on that. So the only other thing that we are doing is this, it's going to take a while, I think, to, to get these bedrooms sorted out. Um, but I, I'm going to remain in this as my sort of media room. But uh, we're going to probably do a little bit of furniture shuffling this afternoon uh, to set up the next stage of getting ready for having our own kind of separate creative rooms, which I'm looking forward to. So, uh, yeah, I will um, I will sign off now so I can get ready to move some furniture. But uh, thank you once again for listening to the show. Um, please share tell your friends give us a review and uh, i will speak to you all again next week 